Oh, you think Southwest Airlines doesn't have sweet spots just because it doesn't have an award chart? You'd be wrong. Southwest Redemptions can be quite sweet, actually. And in today's video, we are covering some of my favorite tips for making the most out of Southwest's program. Everything from how to get lounge access for people who don't have lounge access, to getting buy one get one free flights for up to two years, and one of the most underrated words in the world of air travel, co-terminals. We're covering all of that in today's video, so let's jump right in. Okay, let's start with talking about where to even find Southwest sweet spots. I would start by Googling Southwest route map and then click on this interactive route map tab. From here, you're gonna find the Southwest page that has a map of all of the different airports that they service. And you can say from a specific airport like Honolulu, and then you can find all the different places they fly. You can even filter it down to nonstop only, and it'll show you all of the different airports where they fly to. They'll just have the ones that aren't blurred out is where you can fly. I think this is a little bit annoying of an interface because you do have to scroll down through a whole bunch of airports that don't work. So what I prefer to use is this view list feature instead. And then from here, you can click on your destination airport or your home airport and see exactly where they fly to. So let's try Honolulu once again. This will list out all of the different cities that you can choose from. And you can even say, I would like a nonstop flight and it'll show you all of the different nonstop airports that Southwest flies to from Honolulu. You can do this for other cities as well, such as Belize, and then you can fly direct between the Baltimore, Washington area to Belize or Denver or Houston over to Belize. You can do this for airports like Cancun, Mexico. So this is an easy way to figure out all the different places that you would need to connect to in order to get to your final destination. Or if you're like, well, I live in Denver and I just want to see all of the different places where Southwest would be able to fly me for a quick weekend vacation or something like that. You could also use this route list to select your home airport and then see all of the different destinations from there, either nonstop or with connecting flights. Once you pick a route that you want, all you need to do is go to southwest.com. They make it super easy. So let's say you wanted to go between Honolulu and Las Vegas. You can check in dollars or points and check the low fare calendar. And Southwest's low fare calendar makes it easy to scroll through the entire year and see which dates are going to be a little bit cheaper versus more expensive to fly between two airports, whether in points or in dollars. And Southwest has a really easy interface here where you can easily toggle between points and dollars. There's not really a great use of points or bad use of points here because it's always going to be tied to the revenue cash price ticket for points. So for example, here on May 1st, it's either $276 or $20,553 Southwest points, which comes out to about 1.3 cents per point. And you will find that exact same ratio no matter where you are searching on the calendar. It is a little bit devalued from last year where it was around 1.5 or 1.6, but still 1.3 is not bad, especially if you are earning the Southwest points on a Southwest credit card. And we will show you how to get all of these prices cut in half coming right up in this video. If you're just getting started with points, Southwest is a fantastic option because you can't really accidentally waste your points with their revenue-based system. If you're looking to learn even more about points as a beginner, Check out our free Points and Miles 101 course at geobreezetravel.com slash free course. 
where we will walk you through everything that you need to know in order to make your first redemption. Up next, here are some of the best airports for flying Southwest. If you frequent any of these airports, make sure to bookmark this video. Usually another way to figure out sweet spots for a particular airline is just to see where the hub is. For example, with United, you're gonna find a ton of flights out of Chicago. For Delta, it's gonna be Atlanta or Minneapolis or Salt Lake City. American Airlines, you're gonna be looking at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, Philadelphia, a couple other ones like that. However, Southwest is a little bit interesting. It is headquartered in Dallas, Texas, and has a lot of flights coming out of Dallas Love Field Airport, but it doesn't actually have dedicated hubs where everything is routing through a few key cities. In fact, Southwest is a little bit interesting in that they try to make as many point-to-point -point routes as possible, even if it's not two hub cities. Like, Orlando isn't a hub city, but they have a lot of different routes that go direct to Orlando, Florida to service families who want to fly to have a Disney vacation or visit Universal Studios or something like that. So instead of just looking for Southwest hub cities, I searched for where Southwest operates the most flights because that's actually where you're going to find a lot of sweet spots for Southwest. Came across this article on Simple Flying where they show Southwest Airlines 10 busiest airports. It's a little more than a year old, but I think a lot of these still apply. So if you're based in Denver, Highly recommend looking into Southwest. We flew them all the time when we lived in Denver and Boulder, Colorado a few years ago. It is by far the number one. But also, definitely check out Southwest if you fly a lot through Chicago or if you're in Las Vegas, Baltimore, Dallas area, Phoenix, Houston, Nashville, Oakland, and San Diego. Especially because for a lot of these airports, it's not a major airport for most international flights. Like if you live in San Diego, most of the time you find that you have to position to Los Angeles anyway, but with Southwest, you're gonna have a lot of direct flights out of San Diego. For example, here from San Diego, you could fly to Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is also a pretty small airport. You could fly to Boise, Idaho, El Paso, Texas, Las Vegas, Milwaukee. So it'll service a lot of kind of tier two smaller airports where you can fly direct and not have to connect through a larger airport hub like you would with most other major airlines. Same with Nashville. For Nashville, you almost always have to connect somewhere else, but with Southwest, you're gonna have a lot of direct flights. Even though Southwest usually will block third-party sites from looking at any of its pricing or anything like that, one of the tools that we do recommend on this show, flightconnections.com, does actually include Southwest routing whenever you're searching for direct routes from anywhere. So for example, Nashville over to Las Vegas is serviced by Southwest and Spirit Airlines. So you can find those on Flight Connections. If you don't want to go through this entire Southwest Airlines route list, it should show up here as well. Are you enjoying these types of videos? If yes, please let me know. Click that like button, leave a comment, and subscribe to the channel for even more points and miles tips every week. Also, let me know in the comments what airline you would like for me to do a deep dive on next. One of the best reasons to look into flights with Southwest is their generous repricing features, where you can get a lot of money credited back if the price of your flight changes. Additionally, if Southwest changes your flight on you, you might even be able to get a more favorable flight by using this tip. So Southwest is known for being really transparent about the pricing on their own website and when prices go up and down and all of the fees and everything that's included. 
which means they often don't allow third-party sites to access any of their data because then it would be really easy to manipulate. So whenever you're on Google Flights, if you are searching for a route that is serviced by Southwest, oftentimes they will have the flight time and all of that, but they will say that the price is unavailable and you're going to have to check on Southwest's own website, which might seem like a little bit of a bummer, but it's actually in your favor for a few reasons. If you ever book a flight and you need to change the flight, they have a few different types of flights that you can book. And for any of them, there's no fees to change or cancel your flight. Most of the time, you're going to be given a flight credit if you cancel your flight, or if you want to book a want to get away plus or higher type of ticket, the flight credit is actually transferable to somebody else if you want to use it that way. And then if you book a flight that's an anytime flight or business alike, you can actually just have it refunded back directly to your card. And you can rebook flights even when the price goes down. So I would highly recommend following Southwest Air on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you like to get your social media feed because they'll usually post whenever there is a flight deal going on. Alternatively, you can log into southwest.com and if they have any sales running, they'll probably have a big banner up here. Like as I'm recording this on Cyber Monday, you can use the code Cyber30. I'm sure that's going to be expired by the time you see this video, but Southwest website will also show any big sales that they have going on where you can potentially reprice your flights there. And then if the price goes down on a flight that you already booked, you can always just cancel your flight or rebook it at the new price, and then you will get a flight credit for the amount difference if the price goes down. If the price goes up, then you just have to pay that extra amount for changing your flight if the price used to be $350 and now it's $400 for the flight that you want. If Southwest cancels your flight or you need to make changes or anything, there's never any fees to do that, as we mentioned. And you can even do this up to 10 minutes before your scheduled departure time, which comes in handy for a trick that we're going to talk about in just a minute. But let's say that you are on a Southwest flight and then they have to cancel your flight or they have to put you on a new route that does not work for you, there's actually a next level trick that you can do when you are talking to Southwest agents or trying to get your flight rebooked. And that has to do with Southwest co-terminals. So there is this flyer talk forum from back in 2019 where they're talking about, hey, is there a list of Southwest valid co-terminals where if I booked a flight to LaGuardia, but I actually would prefer to fly to Newark. Is there a way that I can kind of change that up? Not easily on their site, but if it is due to a Southwest change where they end up changing their schedule or their route, or there's a mechanical failure or something where it is their fault rather than you changing your mind that's causing you to have to get on a different flight, you can try to invoke co-terminals. So for example, let's say that you booked a flight to Los Angeles. And your flight to Los Angeles got canceled or moved or something that's not going to work with your particular schedule. When you type in Los Angeles airports into southwest.com, there are actually a few different airports that service that area. So let's say that you're technically flying into Los Angeles, but you would really prefer to just get back to Orange County. You could ask Southwest, hey, my flight got rescheduled. Is there something where you could maybe reroute me into SNA airport as well? Is there a co-terminal situation where we might be able to change up the flight over there in order to get me to my final destination on time or something like that? That doesn't work for any airport. So 
if you're actually trying to get to Las Vegas and you're like, oh, I, I don't want to have to go through Los Angeles and connect, you can't just say Las Vegas because that one doesn't look like it has anything else grouped in the co-terminals. And this isn't like a hard and fast science. This is just something that you might be able to ask on the phone if you are trying to get repositioned somewhere else. Like here for New York area airports, Southwest only services LaGuardia. They do not serve Newark anymore. They don't serve JFK. But if you are from Long Island and you're like, I would actually prefer if we could get me to Long Island instead of LaGuardia Airport. If Southwest changes your flight, you could ask the customer service agent nicely if that's something that they might be able to do. Because usually when you're changing your flight, it has to be the same route. And the exception to that is if they can invoke some kind of co-terminal policy to get you close to your destination. So if there's a major hub city that you're flying to, I would just test out if you're in Washington, D.C., you might be able to do IAD or DCA or BWI. Chicago has Midway, and now they also service O'Hare Terminal 5. If you're in Austin, you can't just use that to go to San Antonio or something else. San Antonio is its own airport, so San Antonio and Austin are not co-terminal airports according to this very fast and loose policy. So I would check there to see if you might be able to do some kind of co-terminal situation like SFO, San Francisco airports. You oftentimes can be like, okay, if San Francisco is not going to work out, can we go to Oakland or San Jose or something like that? That might be something that you can do as well whenever your flight needs to be changed is to see if you can talk to somebody on the Southwest customer service line and see if they can do something with the co-terminal situation. We all have that moment where we feel like we've leveled up in travel. And for a lot of us, that moment is when we enter a lounge for the first time. And if you're thinking, Julia, what does that have to do with Southwest? They don't even have lounges. Oh, wait for it. Southwest works great with this upcoming tip to get more of your friends and family into lounges, even if you're not traveling with them. And if you're interested in leveling up your points and miles game even more, and getting more free trips and upgrades, we have a couple of options for you. The first one is the GeoBreeze Travel Patreon, which you can join starting at only $5 through patreon.com slash travel. Every month, we prepare personalized step-by-step -step tutorials for the routes that our members request. We also provide open forum group coaching where you can ask any questions that you have about points, miles, and credit cards, and we talk through some of the tricks that I don't really mention on social media. And if you're looking to get even more free travel with points, or you're a business owner or individual who spends $100,000 plus per year on expenses, we typically save our clients $30,000 to $60,000 in travel in the first 6 to 12 months of working with our one-on-one -on -one points portfolio management service. If that sounds like something that you would be interested in, book a free chat with us at geobreezetravel.com slash intro call to learn more. Okay, check out this tip on lounge access. Okay, so let's talk about when this 10 minutes before scheduled departure policy can come in handy. Very often, but a specific use case would be if you are sending off a small child or family member who might be older or not as well experienced with travel at the airport, you know they're not going to make it to their gate okay, they can't figure anything out, or you don't want them to have to spend $18 for a questionable sandwich on a styrofoam plate at the airport, you have lounge access, they don't. This is when Southwest can come in handy. So let's say that your older relative has their boarding pass to go back 
to another airport, but you want to get them through the airport, make sure they get to their gate okay, make sure that they are getting a nice dinner at a lounge before they board their flight. You can't just guess them into priority pass and say like, here, take my priority pass card, go in. You would need to show your membership card and then your boarding pass and then say, I have a guest with me. If you are not intending to fly, Southwest really comes in handy here because you can just buy any Southwest flight you want that's departing later that day. And then as soon as your relatives or your friends get on their flight, you can cancel your Southwest flight for no fee. Just make sure you're booking something with a departure time that's many hours later than your relative or friend's flight, just in case they get delayed or something. But you would go ahead and just cancel your Southwest flight. You're going to get the flight credit back into your Southwest account. Your relatives or friends will get to eat dinner with you at the Priority Pass restaurant. If you have the Chase Sapphire Reserve card, which gets you a restaurant credit for you and a guest, I think it comes out to like $56 of credits for two people that you could get at a restaurant. Or if you wanted to get them into something like an Amex lounge, you would just need to show your Amex Platinum card, ID, and then same day boarding pass. And then after you guys eat dinner together, you can cancel your Southwest reservation, get the flight credited back into your account, and then make sure that your friends and relatives get to their boarding gate okay. And then you just go home. So I don't know how niche of a use case that is. I hear people who are in this situation all the time where they're just like, I really just want to make sure that my mom or my grandma or my small child or my friend from out of town gets to their gate okay. Easiest way that a lot of people find in order to do this and make sure that you can walk with them the whole way is to book yourself a Southwest flight and then cancel it once you know your loved ones are on their flight. Our final tutorial covers exactly what you need to do to get buy one, get one free flights with Southwest for the next two years. Do not mess this up. People DM me all the time saying they accidentally timed it wrong and can anything be done at this point? No. You need to time opening these cards at the right time and you need to time when the bonus hits your account or else it is all for naught. If you're not sure which of the many Southwest cards you want to get, we offer free credit card consultations at geobreezetravel.com consultations. We'll send you personalized recommendations based on your particular goals budget, and lifestyle. Or if you already know what card you want to get next and you would like to support this show when you apply for your next card, we have all of our affiliate links listed on geobreezetravel.com cards, which you can also find in the description box. Okay, here is the exact play you need in order to get buy one, get one free flights on Southwest through the end of 2025. Okay, let's talk about Southwest Companion Pass, which is probably the most popular and most valuable perk in the Southwest program. So if you're not familiar with Southwest Companion Pass, what you can do is every time you're flying on a Southwest flight, whether it's a points flight or a paid flight, you can bring a designated companion with you for free. They just need to pay the taxes and fees, and you can do this for up to two years. Here's how to make it happen. So in order to get Southwest Companion Pass, you need to get 135,000 points into your Southwest account in a calendar year. And while Chase is a transfer partner with Southwest, you cannot simply move over 135,000 Chase points into Southwest. I highly, 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 highly recommend not doing that. What you'll need to do is either fly Southwest flights or 
get some Southwest credit cards, which is going to be much faster than flying 100 legs of Southwest in a year. So when you have companion pass, let's say that you wanted to fly one of these flights for you and a partner. It's a $209 flight for want to get away. If you have companion pass, then your companion doesn't need to pay this $209. All they need to pay is the $5.65 in taxes and fees, and then they can come along with you on that flight pretty much for free. So if you travel as a couple, it effectively cuts the cost of all of your flights in half, whether it is for monetary flights or for points flights, companion pass works either way. So how do you get 135,000 points? The easiest way is by opening Southwest credit cards in the correct order at the right time. As we release this video, this is an ideal time to get Southwest Companion Pass in beginning of December, beginning of January. That's a fantastic time to go for Southwest Companion Pass. So just by having any of the Southwest cards, you do get a 10,000 point boost, so you only really need to worry about getting 125,000 points. And this doesn't stack. If you get two Southwest cards, you don't get a boost of 20,000 points. It's just a one-time thing. So you could get a business credit card and a personal credit card. There are two different business cards that you can choose from, the Southwest Rapid Rewards Performance Business Credit Card or the Southwest Rapid Rewards Premier Business Credit Card. If you're going for as many points as possible, I would go for the performance business card since the sign-up bonus is a little bit higher at 80,000 points with a higher minimum spend of $5,000. So you'll instantly get at least 85,000 points there. And then you could layer on the second business card or any of the three personal cards as well. For the personal cards, they have the priority credit card, the premier credit card, or the plus credit card. The sign-up bonuses are all the same, so as far as reaching companion pass, they all have a very similar strategy there. Where they differ is the annual fee, and then also some extra perks that you would get with each card. So for example, this is the plus card. It has the lowest annual fee. You get an anniversary bonus of 3,000 points and two early bird check-ins. Here's the mid-tier card, which is the premier. With this, you would get an anniversary Bonus of 6,000 points, two early bird check-ins, no foreign transaction fees. Here's the highest tier, which is the priority credit card with $149 annual fee. You get four upgraded boardings per year, a $75 credit to use with Southwest, which I assume if you have made it this far in the video and you are going for companion pass strategy, you will have no problem at all using a $75 credit with Southwest. They give you back 25% on in-flight drinks and Wi-Fi, and you have a higher anniversary bonus of 7,500 points on each cardholder anniversary. There are lots of different combinations that you can do here. However, you are only allowed to get one personal card at a time. You cannot hold multiple of these three in your wallet. So you can't just get the priority credit card and the plus credit card and get your companion pass that way. You can only get one of these. Plus, if you wanted to get a business card, that is a really common strategy. Alternatively, if you don't want any impacts to your 5 over 24 score and you just want to get the two business cards instead, that is a possibility as well. If you're like, I have no business, I have no side gig, I don't even sell on Facebook Marketplace or drive Uber or Instacart or anything like that, 
even though all of those would qualify you for a business credit card, if you only want to do a personal credit card, you are going to get 78,000 points for the sign-up bonus plus meeting the minimum spend, and then another 10,000 points for having a Southwest credit card in your wallet. So that leaves 57,000 points that you need to earn. What you could do is spend on the credit card. You'll earn three points per dollar on all Southwest purchases, two points per dollar on local transit, internet, cable, and phone. Or you could also refer people to the credit card as well. If you have a lot of friends who could use the same perk, you can earn 20,000 Southwest points for each referral you make up to 100,000 points. Or if you are referring a company to Southwest Business Services, that is a 25,000 point referral bonus that you would get for each company that you refer. And you can get up to 125,000 rapid rewards points this way as well. So that is another strategy that you can employ depending on how many credit cards you want to get. But by and large, the most popular strategy I've seen from people is to just get one business credit card or two business credit cards, or alternatively, one business credit card and one personal credit card. Now, there is some timing that you need to keep in mind with this. To get Southwest Companion Pass, you need to earn 135,000 points in a calendar year, and that means between January 1st and December 31st of the same calendar year. You are aiming for January 1st, 2024. If you already signed up for these credit cards, let's say that last month you already got the Southwest Performance Business Credit Card, and you are already really, really close to meeting this $5,000 minimum spend, just put the card in a drawer. You do not want these 80,000 bonus points to accidentally post too soon in December, because if that does, then it doesn't count towards the 2024 calendar year. It counts towards 2023. If your 135,000 points post in 2023 instead of 2024, you are going to get Companion Pass for the rest of 2023 and all of 2024. There's not a lot of 2023 left, so you're only going to get about 13 months, maybe a little bit less than that of Companion Pass. If instead your bonuses post in early 2024, let's say it posts on February 1st, 2024, you would get Companion Pass for the rest of 2024 plus all of 2025. So that is about 23 months of buy one, get one free flight. So you get an extra 10 months just by timing this correctly. The worst mistake you could make is if you're going for two cards and then one of your sign-up bonuses posts at the end of 2023, and then let's say the other one posts in the beginning of 2024. Now your points are split over two calendar years and you have not earned 135,000 points over any continuous one calendar year. So you get no companion pass in that situation, which would definitely be a bummer. So if you are going to get these Southwest cards so that you can get companion pass, you can go ahead and apply now because at this point, if you're just getting the card now and then you're putting spend on it through December, your statement and your points shouldn't post until January. But if you want to be super, super safe because you're really paranoid about it, I don't blame you. You can get the cards now, stick them in a sock drawer and then start spending on them starting January 1st. Hit the sign-up bonuses as fast as you can, and then from there, you'll be able to get Companion Pass for the 2024 season and get buy one, get one free flights for the rest of 2024 all the way through the end of 2025. And then anytime that you want to fly on Southwest, your designated companion can come along with you for free. All they need to do is pay the 
$5.68 taxes and fees. It is worth noting you can change your designated companion up to three times in a calendar year. You can't change them for every single flight. If you have already done this strategy in the past, you actually can churn this every two years. So if it's been at least 24 months since you got your last sign-up bonus on your Southwest credit card, you can close your cards down, wait 30 days, apply for a new card with Southwest, and then you'll be able to get the sign-up bonus again for the 2024 season. Again, only do that if it's been at least 24 months since you last got the sign-up bonus. Or if you're in two-player mode and the Southwest Companion Pass was under your name last time, you could just go ahead and refer your companion. They go for the Southwest Companion Pass this time, and then you're the companion who's added onto the ticket. So that is a strategy as well. I know this is one of the more complex hacks in the world of points and miles, and it is also one of the most valuable. So if you guys have any questions at all, please feel free to drop them in the comments below. I hope you found those tutorials useful. Suggestions for future topics are always welcome. In the meantime, if you enjoyed these tutorials, I think you'll enjoy this video next.